An environmental expert is sounding the alarm about microplastics and the impact this form of pollution may be having on wildlife and humans. With more, InfoTrack's Gina Tedesco. Gina? Thanks, Chris. We've heard a lot about plastic bags, straws, and other items polluting our oceans, but now there's renewed attention on plastic microfibers that get trapped in our rivers. A recent study from Northwestern University indicates that there's enough of this pollution to cause ecological damage to freshwater systems. Joining us now is Aaron Packman, a Northwestern professor of civil and environmental engineering and a senior author of the study. Professor, let's start by asking what kinds of ecological damage might these plastic microfibers cause in freshwater systems? Plastic particles generally disrupt freshwater ecosystems They get accumulated into the organic matter, which is the food, the base of our freshwater ecosystems. They clog pores, they clog mollusks. So they tend to kind of suffocate a lot of organisms in our freshwater environments. Do we know that a lot of the fish or other aquatic animals in rivers are eating these plastic microfibers? Yes, that's correct. And this is also a concern because contaminants are carried along with these plastics. So everyone's very concerned about PFAS right now. Well, these kind of compounds basically are carried along by these small plastics, and then they're ingested by all sorts of organisms, including fish. So the plastics are interacting with something in the environment, or they carry something with them that is innately dangerous? Well, both. I mean, there are many different types of plastics. And also anything that gets released into a soil or gets released into a river or the Great Lakes, it'll interact with all of the material that's already there. So it's interacting with natural organic matter and with contaminants. Are these microfibers getting into drinking water supplies? Yes, they have been found in drinking water. Our drinking water treatment technologies are pretty effective at removing them. So they're not as much concerned about drinking water, but you can find these things everywhere. And what sorts of household products give off these plastic microfibers? Anything that's plastic in your house will give off these plastic particles. One of the main sources is clothing. When you have polyester clothing or other artificial clothing, a lot of these fibers break off and are released from washing machines. But there are many other types of plastic particles, and a lot of them are from breakdown of larger plastic materials. All the litter that you see, eventually that becomes very small plastic particles as well. And we're talking about very tiny items, aren't we? Can you characterize how big or how small these really are? Microplastics is a little bit of a misnomer. Really what we're talking about, things in, say, a fraction of an inch, a few millimeters, down actually to the micron range, to the size of naturally occurring bacteria and clay particles. So these things could be as skinny as an eyelash, let's say. Oh, skinnier. Yeah, so there's a new focus on nanoplastics as well. So the small fibers and other particles, they continue to break down. So they could be so small you can't see them, but they're still there. And previously, there was a school of thought that these fibers would wash fairly quickly into oceans from the rivers. But your study found that surface water has a way of mixing with water in the riverbed to trap these particles? For how long? Yes, that's correct. Almost anything that's carried in the river interacts with the underlying riverbed. And fine particles are readily carried into the riverbed. And we found they retain there for years in some cases. 
Multiple experts say exactly what you were saying, Professor, that family laundry may be the biggest source of microfibers in wastewater. So please help us understand, how can we as ordinary Americans reduce the amount of these fibers while washing our clothes? There are two choices for that. One, of course, is in the choices we make and what we buy. And if you buy natural fabric clothing instead of artificial fabric clothing that comes from petrochemical processes, then we don't have this kind of issue. And then secondarily, for things that we have already, there are companies investing in developing washing machines that will not release as many of these plastic fibers. And also companies looking at developing a cartridge filter that you could put at the exit of your washing machine and try to trap them all there. Professor Aaron Packman of Northwestern University, thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much. For InfoTrack, I'm Gina Tedesco. And that's it for this week's show. Special thanks to this week's InfoTrack contributors, Roy Mackey and Gina Tedesco. Our internet services are provided by Pair Networks. Our executive producer is Randy Meyer, and I'm Chris Whitting. We hope you'll join us right here next week for another edition of InfoTrack.